Hello, Diz Lovers. <laughs> Welcome to episode 10 of the Diz Lovers podcast with myself, John, and beautiful Jody. wife, Jody. Um, so, listen, we, obviously we have not um, done this podcast in months. It's been so long. Things just get so crazy. We've actually taken uh, at least one major trip since then. Uh, we had a September trip that we talked about and about taking baby to Disney World, take her to the parks for the first time. We have also taken our oldest daughter on her senior trip in January. Uh, before we get to that, so obviously, Jody, one thing that I'm really excited about is, what's the date today? April the... 3rd? 3rd? 2nd. April 2nd. Day after April Fool's Day. It's April 2nd, and uh, one good news is that um, they're bringing hugs back for characters. Mm-hmm. So we actually have a trip planned at the end of this month for our anniversary. We'll be taking Baby back to Disney World because she comes along with us. It's a package deal. And hopefully we'll be able to actually get some good meet and greets mm-hmm. with the baby. Just a few days after they're starting. But I was kind of thinking that it might make rides, the ride lines, shorter because people are going to be so excited to get in line for characters. So That's true. We That's may true. use it the other way. So sorry, obviously, you know, there, there are some people out there that listen to this podcast, and I appreciate that. Um, I really do want to make it more regular occurrence. However, it is difficult sometimes just having baby. Um, My phone just died, and I have <laughs> two things on it. Oh, darn. Um, well, hope, uh, you, are you gonna, can you remember them? <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> you had a big old list of things on there. That was kind of important. Oh, Okay. Um, anyway, so uh, let's talk a little bit, and we'll, we'll kind of make this a quick one, talk about our January trip. Um, so we took Mackenzie, our oldest daughter, on her senior trip to, uh, we stayed at Old Key West. We had another family with us. The parents stayed somewhere else, and then um, their their kids stayed with us because we had a two-bedroom at Old Key West, had plenty of room, and uh, just wanted all the kids, all the friends to be able to hang out. And it was a great place to stay for that. We stayed, um, what was that section of Old Key West we stayed at? Do you remember? We talk about it all the time. Mm-mm. Yeah, we probably should have written some of this mm-hmm. stuff down. Had this written down. Um, anyway, so uh, we stayed at Old Key West uh, in a, a two-bedroom villa there, which was plenty of space for everybody. Um, went at the beginning of January, which typically is a pretty decent time to go. This was, the week we went was the... Uh, Marathon weekend. Mm-hmm. Did that affect us all that much? I thought I was going to, but it didn't really seem. It didn't really seem bad. Nothing like what the spring break crowds are right now. So. Oh yeah, it's crazy right now. So, just talk about that trip just a little bit. Um, we were taking people who either hadn't been in a really long time, or uh, you know, one person had only been to one park. So. When you've been so many times and there's so much expectation for someone like me who have, you know, over the course of just the last few years have been, what, 15, 16 times, something like that. People put this expectation on you that you are an expert. And, of course, it's not like I don't claim to be. I claim to know a lot about Disney World and claim to be able to help people. But on this trip, one thing I'll say is it was probably one of the... Um, easiest trips to get things done. I know that sounds surprising because a lot of people are really upset about 
Disney, uh, the Genie Plus, and the individual Lightning Lanes, having to pay extra. But we actually had a pretty good experience with that, don't you think? Yeah, considering it was one of our first times using it. Which, I mean, I guess I didn't really use it. It was all up to you, but you did a great job. (laughs) So we'll just kind of run down through that a little bit. Um, Just hopefully help you get a gauge of what it's going to be like. I will say this, though. The one thing about the fast pass system, when you would book it 60 days in advance for resort guests and 30 days non-resort guests, you knew at least three things a day that you would be doing. With Genie Plus, you know nothing. So you know what you want to hit at rope drop, and then you know what you hope to get by logging on. If you're a resort guest, you can log on at, log on at 7 a.m. and purchase an individual lightning lane or book your first lightning lane that comes with Genie Plus. Um, so uh, that puts a lot of pressure on the person that's doing that. And that first day, remember, let's see, we went to... The thing I do remember is our first ride was Peter Pan. Okay. So, so uh, that's yeah. typically what we do. So Magic Kingdom was the first. Day. Oh, I remember. So um, our first purchase, individual lightning lane purchase, was Flight of Passage. So we knew that we were going to be Magic Kingdom in the morning, but we were going to go to Animal Kingdom later that day. So I was able to book Flight of Passage for like four or five o'clock that evening then start making individual lightning or start making lightning lane passes for Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom is probably the easiest part to make lightning lane passes because there's so many attractions there. Um, so you can begin making those obviously at 7 o'clock. I did flight of passage for later at Animal Kingdom. We we're going to park hop and then I started making uh, lightning lane passes. Um, at the time, Space Mountain was a paid one, so we uh, did not do that. We didn't pay for that, but um, anyway, so at, at Magic Kingdom, we rope dropped. We got there early for early parking mission for resort guests, went to Peter Pan, and then started doing things around Fantasyland, um, and then immediately once Frontierland opened, we went to Haunted Mansion, and then did things like Splash Mountain and uh, Big Thunder Mountain. Actually got a, a lightning lane to that, and then Pirates of the Caribbean and things like that. So we got a whole lot of done. And that one day, and park hopped Animal Kingdom that night and got pretty much anything that we wanted to do. I'll say this. We did everything that you could imagine that you wanted to do, had time for, and we waited probably max 20 minutes for Splash Mountain. That's it. Other than that, I was able to finagle uh, Genie Plus into getting the attractions that we wanted when we wanted. Mm-hmm. Of course, we know when you know you're going to come back to the park at another time, at another evening, we knew that there are some things that we might not do that morning that we could do mm-hmm. at a different time. Yeah, those are things that people who it might be their first time wouldn't wouldn't think. Like, um, I can see you thinking, "Well, when I wake up, I need to do something right away for Magic Kingdom at you know eight or nine o'clock, and then mm-hmm. nothing's going to show up." But you thought ahead that we were going to park hop and got something for the other park and that's what kind of helped us and i'll say this one of the most difficult things to do even as much as every single time i made a lightning lane pass you have to wait two hours from that time to make another one but i would set an alarm on my phone to know exactly when to make the next one mm-hmm. set an alarm for a minute or two before, that's what i did so a minute or two before there's even a, a day that we went on a break and went to the pool and i was making lightning lane passes 
from the pool. Mm. Like I made him as we went, got there for a rest, and then uh, Holden, Holden and I went to the pool and uh, started making them from there. Which that's, it's unfortunate uh, the way Disney's made that to be because I remember our first trip, it was fun to be like, let's put our phones down. Let's not be in our phones a lot. But you almost, you pretty much have to be in your phone all day, even if you're back at the resort for a rest you need to be planning or else you're going to miss but but we worked it out and it was fun yeah you're right and i remember that very first trip i don't know if we talked about that when we talked about our first trip but we did it was like we're not gonna mess with our phones all day mm-hmm. i was like put them on airplane nice. mode yeah, it was very nice but um i was on my phone constantly but no looking, more no <laughs> looking for lightning lane phone. passes and trying to figure out the best way to you know because a lot of it also has to do with where you are in the park mm-hmm. so say you're like for magic kingdom there's some attractions that you can get within 20 to 30 minutes from what you're doing at that moment but sometimes they're across the park right totally it different gonna, location it is going to cause a lot more walking back and forth but mm-hmm. it yeah. is what it is it is what it is, and it's just what you have to work with right now. It's not ideal. A lot of people don't like it. So we ended up purchasing Flight of Passage, and then the next day we went to Hollywood Studios. That was when we purchased um, Rise of the Resistance. And I'll say this. I mean, unless you buy it, you're going to be waiting several hours in line, even if you try to rope drop. Everybody else is rope dropping that attraction. Mm-hmm. So either you pay for it or you rope drop it. Even if you rope drop it, if you're not in the first, like, 10 feet of people, mm-hmm. it seems you're going to be waiting at least an hour at that moment. And then anytime after early entry, if you have to come in, you're not staying at a resort, you're going to be waiting at least two hours. Mm-hmm. And it breaks down. And that's exactly what happened to us. Yeah. We had a big party, so we... Um, I actually missed it, too. Yeah. We had a big party, so we let them go, and we stayed with uh, with the baby, and then they were going to take the baby while Jody and I did, did Rise of the Resistance. And, of course, as soon as we walk into the Lightning Lane entrance, it's it breaks down. Yeah, we were going to do the rider swap. Yep. So that I could go in separate, but... But we were, but we did. We were able to go talk to a cast member and get a refund for not going in. Just uh, for a side note, that's not typical. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, they will not give you a refund. But I guess Jody was just real nice about it. And mm-hmm. a lot of times, it. if you go to the cast members and are super nice and explain what happened, they're going to try to help you. So don't be afraid to go ask them if something's going a little crazy. The Worst park for um, Genie Plus is Hollywood Studios. Mm-hmm. I think the only thing we got other than Rise of the Resistance, which we had paid for, the only thing that we got that really came with uh, the Lightning Lane or with Genie Plus was, um, oh goodness, what's it called? The, the, the original Star Wars? Star Tours? Star Tours. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that we got other than that because it mm-hmm. was... Really busy no that day. No one Slinky Dog, did they? I mean, no. I know I didn't. Okay. No. I mean, they were they were all gone before we had an opportunity. So what, at 7 a.m. when I bought Rise, uh, Rise of the Resistance and then booked the next Lightning Lane, you know, we, we I'm 
trying to think. I don't think we ever got another one for Hollywood Studios, another Lightning Lane. I think we did Star Tours. Mm-hmm. And then, because uh, well, that was all, all that was available. Because we wrote, dropped, we did Tower of Terror, mm-hmm. uh, a rock and roller coaster. And we split from our group one more time when they were stopping to get Starbucks or something. We went and took uh, Audrey into the Frozen Rafter. So. That was at Epcot. I mean, the Frozen Singer. Oh, that was right, right. It was Frozen Singer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We did, yeah. That was a blast. So, to talk about that for a minute. So, just kind of the differences of taking, uh, let's see, Audrey, the first, the, our, the last time we took to the parts in September, seven months. And at this point, she's 11 months old. Mm-hmm. What's the biggest difference in taking an 11-month-old and a 7-month-old? I guess she's just a little more aware. Yeah. She was pretty aware um, the first time, but mm-hmm. um, I, I mean, it was pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. I would say. I did Did we use the, the baby care center at all this time? Yes. Yeah. We yes. Did. Well, I love the baby care centers. I, I could go in there and feed her for a minute, change her diaper, anything like that. Um, but she's not really your typical, your typical baby. She's pretty go with the flow and didn't have issues. I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about it in a minute, but the day we went to Epcot, she stayed for 10 hours. <laughs> that kind of does lead us into okay. into that day and yeah. so we went uh, second day we would have done um, Hollywood Studios and then park hopped uh, over we actually park hopped to Epcot that night because so here's a very important um, way to manage Genie Plus and do the world showcase okay so what we did in the evening is park hop to Epcot Mm-hmm. used a bunch of lightning lanes there because one good thing about Epcot is that it is a good place to get lightning lanes uh, we did Soren. Uh, some of our party did like living with the land mm-hmm. Figment Spaceship Earth so I was able to get lightning lanes for that part of the park and the strategy was this and this is an, a strategy if you're a park hopper like we are we always buy park hoppers it's the smartest thing to do because if one park is, you, can't predict. Yeah, you yeah. can't predict, one park is super crazy busy, then you can move on to another park or mm-hmm. do something else. Go take a rest and go go somewhere else. Um, I, it's a little extra, but it's worth the cost. You can actually go less days and get more done, in my opinion, than if you did one park per day. But here's a good strategy: do Epcot, uh, that do Future World at night. Get all those attractions done with Lightning Lane with. Um, there's really nothing you have to pay for there. Uh, test track is the only thing you might have to pay for, but I'll talk about what, what we did there in a minute. So we did everything other than text, test tracked, able to spend some time in that area, do some shopping and things like that. Then the next morning, we rope drop. Well, we didn't actually rope drop it. Uh, most of our party didn't. Um, but some of us went to the early park entry and rope drop test track. Mm-hmm. Then, directly after that, went and did World Showcase. Mm-hmm. Paid for Frozen Ever After. At that time, you had to get a, um, a virtual queue for Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. Mm-hmm. Now, it's just a regular Genie Plus mm-hmm. Lightning Lane. You don't pay for it now? I don't think so. No, I don't think you pay for it now. Mm-hmm. Um, I could be wrong. <laughs> I should know that. Anyway, uh, so you... Uh, so. 
So what we did, we did test track, we waited on the rest of our party to get there, and then we just spent all morning and afternoon walking around World Showcase, taking our time, starting in Mexico. We did Frozen Ever After in Norway just at the right time when it was time for us to to go during our time for our, uh, our individual lightning lane. Went all the way around, ate in Japan. By the time we got to France, it was just the perfect timing, again, for our virtual queue. And then in the, in this whole time, probably from, um, you got there, what, about 10 o'clock that morning? Mm-hmm. Uh, from about 10 o'clock until um, 4 or 5 o'clock, I think we uh, did World Showcase, and the baby just did so good. I mean, she was just mm-hmm. so chill the whole time. She slept in your arms a few times. She... Mm-hmm. We, um, when we got to... Uh is it China where there's the little theater that we were going to watch that show and then we missed it? Yeah, that was China. We went in there and it was nice and cool in there and there was a bench and I just sat there and fed her for a minute and she fell asleep. Uh, and while y'all were looking around, then we missed the show. The doors opened for yeah. a brief, like, 40 seconds and the cast member came out and said, okay, anyone else? The doors are closing. And I was like, uh, <laughs> I texted and y'all didn't make it back in yeah, time, but that were, was fine. There are a few of us that we were shopping. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, she, I, I fully intended to take her while y'all were doing the World Showcase, go back to the room, feed her, let her have a nap come back and meet y'all somewhere else because I wasn't going to make everyone leave. I knew y'all were going to want to spend a lot of time there, but I knew she wouldn't be able to last all day. So I was so shocked that, I mean, she lasted longer than I feel like any, Yeah, I I feel like I was more tired and cranky. Yeah, I mean, she was totally, she loved it. We have pictures of her smiling in every, (laughs) every part, Mm. but, um, now something happened what happened with our roomies where because our original time oh it changed and so that was kind of we were thinking okay if we're not still here at 4 30 or whatever because we thought we were going to end at a certain time and then head back over to magic kingdom well what happened but it broke down i guess well no what happened is we just had a number it wasn't a time slot and it just took a lot longer, mm-hmm. I think, than like they thought to get point, to that number. It was like, I think it's going to be closer to four or something. Right. You know, and we weren't sure we were going to stay. But then, like you said, as we walked through and just we didn't rush anyone because uh, the family we were with were really into Epcot. And so we were like, we're not going to rush them. We're just going to let them look. Then we ended up getting all caught up in it and just having so much fun. And then by the time we got close to Remy's, it was it was time yeah, it was perfect so we time. were right where we were supposed to be and we rode that and it was fun we've always rushed through uh the, the world showcase i mean we've you know we've done it several times walked all the way around but never i mean you know when the kids were younger we did uh, um the passport thing but mm-hmm. by the like after you get around halfway the kids were like okay let's just go get the passport thing done and get out of here <laughs> it was kind of like because you do so much walking but this time they're a little older everybody was really having a good time and spending a lot of times in each country and going to each shop we we did end up actually doing the um the kid cot thing where you get this little ziploc bag Mm-hmm. And, uh, they just had them where right. you could just take them and go. That's no, not the passports now. right mm-hmm. now, but you get these little Ziploc bags with information about the country. So it was neat. It was almost like reliving that. But that's the most time we've spent in World Showcase mm-hmm. ever with all and the I times was, that we've gone. 
I was so determined. I wanted this other family that was with us to try churros and chocolate sauce. And we found churros, but they didn't have chocolate sauce. And we found a place that had chocolate sauce for something, but they didn't sell the regular churros there. And then, like, then we were in Mexico... I don't remember what that little stand is called, but just a little quick service in Mexico mm-hmm. across from the pyramid. Um, but they had caramel filled. Yeah, did you uh, like churros? That? And then they had like chocolate sauce to dip it. So that was something I'd never had before, and I'd never, I had never seen or heard of that. So it was good. It wasn't the traditional churro and chocolate sauce, but if that's something you're interested in, that's where to get those. <laughs> After the World Showcase in Epcot, um, again, we just took our time. We started walking back towards the main entrance, um, and we were going to go to Magic Kingdom that night to go and watch the fireworks show, watch Enchantment, Disney's Enchantment. Uh, We got almost to the front entrance, and someone in our party realized that Mm -hmm. something they bought was too small. Mm -hmm. So went all the way to Japan, um, so we actually just took our time getting to Magic Kingdom. Got there at almost the same time. Took, took the monorail over. And then um, here's a tip. This is something that you probably won't hear everywhere just because there are certain things that have happened to us that we had to experience in order to understand how it works. So, so I went to watch Enchantment a couple of months before this trip. And one thing I noticed when I was standing there, I was by myself at this point watching it. When I was standing there, I would notice how they would fill up the hub area. Okay, so usually people will sit there in a spot for hours and wait on on the fireworks show. Most of the time, at least an hour. Sometimes people sit there for a couple hours. One thing I noticed that they would fill it up, tape off an area, and then eventually... When it got really full, they would take the tape off of that area and start filling in that space. So when we got there to Magic Kingdom, I thought it was going to be too late. Uh, we got there about 30 minutes before the fireworks started, and then they wanted to go shop a little bit and go find something. So it was like, oh, okay, let's go do that, but let's try, hurry, hurry, hurry. So probably 20 minutes before we finally start making our way down the hub area, and I see cast members are waving people to the hub and of course the hub is looks almost completely full main street looks almost completely full so we're i mean it's like shoulder to shoulder people but i do notice they're they're waving people into the hub i thought okay this is a good chance because i've seen this before we walk through the middle of the hub and then they direct us to um to go to one side but then as we're going to one side i just told everybody to stop and we found a spot right in the middle and then they started filling kind of behind us and then people went so in saying that if you get there a little bit late go ahead and try to go toward the middle and find a spot because chances are you'll be able to at least stop somewhere and it's going to make people mad probably behind you or in front of you but we did what the cast members told us we just happened to stop right in the middle and get a really good spot for the show and in my opinion Enchantment is a really good show. It's not as good as Happily Ever After, but um, I think it's um, people's opinions of it at the beginning was probably wrong. I think they just missed Happily Ever After a lot. It's a great fireworks show. It's not as moving as Happily Ever After. It's not as emotional as Happily Ever After, but I think it's still a really good show. Mm-hmm. It's still Disney fireworks. <laughs> you can't. 
You can't complain about them. Yeah, it's still better than any other fireworks show I've ever been to anywhere mm-hmm. I've ever been. So, um, that would would that have been our last evening? I think so. Mm-hmm. I think so. And, uh, of yeah, course, because uh, that's when, after the fireworks, then part of our group left and went ahead and went back and we said we're just going to go ahead and stay and yeah, we, try to get some things done you know what well, was the, the uh extra mm-hmm. um extra park, extra hours. park hours for the uh, deluxe hotel since you stay at old key west that's the deluxe hotel you we had two extra hours so we took our baby on the so rides we that we wanted super to super <laughs> excited for her to see she really really loves winnie the pooh so we were super excited to take her on winnie the pooh and Little Mermaid, and she slept through both of them. She did. I held her <laughs> in my arms, slept through both right of them. right before getting on to Winnie the Pooh. So then after those two rides, I'm sitting there holding her, and uh, you know some of the kids wanted to stay, and I thought, well, why don't we just go ahead and go back? She had a long yeah. day, I think. Yeah, went back and forth. Then it started getting cool, and so we, just like um, amateurs, didn't have anything with us because we thought we were just going to go in and out kind of quick and not. So I didn't have... Uh, anything other than just her sweater so we ended up buying a $50 Winnie the Pooh blanket like like amateurs <laughs> but she still fine. has it though she still has it and loves it uh, so yeah we did we ended up leaving um, at that point uh, but she she had been out since night like you probably left Old Key West at 9 o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. and it was so it was like what 9 to 11 probably 9 to 10 30 uh, yeah, probably because not until I think 10:30. we left just a little before 11. Yeah. So I get that pretty much wraps up that trip. I mean, it was it was a good senior trip for um, for our kids to be a part of. Uh, you know, it was a, a fun time at the hotel. We had some rest time. We did some things at the hotel that we never did. One rode the Surrey bikes. The kids got to ride those. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also taking the boat from Disney Sp- or from Old Key West to Disney Springs had just opened a few days before that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, something to look at when you're there. Check in at your resort, um, see all the things they offer. We made pillows. You know, they're there. They have bike rides in at Saratoga Springs. They have a video game center, movies you can rent. There's just they offer all kinds of things. It's not, you know, just an average place to stay. Of course, we went and ate at the uh, Spring Canyon Cafe. Mm-hmm. We ate there again. That's our new place to take everyone. Mm-hmm. We love it. That's so good. Well, I think that pretty much wraps up this trip report. Um, you know, we'll we'll kind of we'll we'll get back on the podcast thing. Hopefully, maybe start trying to do it weekly again. Have something to talk about next time. We at least have uh, a trip coming up at the end of April that we can do a trip report on. Anyway, so um, just thank you so much for listening. Hopefully, some of these things help you understand what it's going to be like when you go, and especially the experience with using Genie Plus and the experience of uh, early park entry and staying all that kind of stuff. Anyway, there's uh, there's the call of the baby, so it is time to head out. And thank you so much for sharing this podcast with us and listening. And as always, see you soon.